Welcome to Homies the Podcast with your co-hosts, Victoria and Eliza. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Homies the Podcast, your co-hosts here, Victoria and Eliza. So last week we talked about New York and I was so excited to finally get into it. And this week we're going to talk about Boston. Before we do, Eliza, tell us, what are you into? So I'm circling back a week later after getting my Peloton delivered. And I have a week in review. I have just tried to try as many classes as possible. And mostly cycling ones because I had the app before and tried a lot of the yoga and the meditation and the stretching and stuff like that. But the bike classes have been really fun. I've done a couple live and also a couple of the on-demand pre-recorded ones. And it's fun to try different things. I haven't found a class that I don't like yet, which is a good sign. But I think I've only done like 30 total classes maybe. Actually, definitely less than that. And it's very cool to to kind of get to try stuff out. And I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe doing one at the same time as a friend that has it because there's a camera on there so you get to see the other person which it's for sure an unflattering angle because it's like low and you're sweating and whatever but should be fun and where is your peloton set up in your house does it have its own little corner or room um i kind of just like plopped it in the middle so where i'm like currently living in the house it's just like a loft type space and it's almost set up like a studio apartment and it's in the intersection of like the living area and the sleeping area so it kind of serves as a barrier and i made the conscious decision to face it towards the wall instead of away from the wall because i was like i don't need a view i have the screen to look at and that way when i do the the stretching or the yoga or the strength training and stuff off the bike i can see the screen and don't have to do it on like a small screen on an ipad i can see it right on the bike and what are you into this week? Okay, so no nuance, November. Pilates is not it. I'm going to let that sink in for a moment. So I just want to look my best. And my family and I, our plan is to be very safe and to go to Florida for Christmas to, like, an isolated-ish island, and I just want to look ready. I just want to be ready. So I and as you guys know, I go to CrossFit, and so I wanted to like switch it up, loop in Pilates, and I bought like a class pack, and I went to a few classes. I was doing twice a week to like make it last because it's really expensive, but like honestly, I don't like it. And I did it a year ago, and I convinced myself I could do it again, and it's so unenjoyable. Like I'm just there, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like fuck this. Like it is. And, like, I know some people love it, and obviously it's a very different workout than a high-intensity one or running, but it's, like, I'm just on the machine, like, going way too fast for the slow four counts they do, and it really hurts my knees, actually. I've had some knee issues in the past, patella tendinitis and patellofemoral syndrome, and um, it just, like, it creates this, like, burning sensation in my knees, and usually it goes away, but since I want to be, like, up to speed for CrossFit, I don't want it to ruin that. And yeah, anyway, since I like paid for it, I'm definitely going to do it. But it's like people who go are either like amazing or there's like the one guy 
<laughs> or like and like all the moms can do it and like I, I mean I think you know I'm pretty strong but it's like sometimes I just stop and I'm like you know what I don't like this and in a workout and in a workout that I don't like I'll just stop I don't really care because it's like why do it if you're not enjoying it or it hurts um but yeah anyway let, let me know what you guys think about Pilates it's not for me I might try to do some mat Pilates sweats in the city have some Instagram TVs up about it or like filming live ones but we'll see and oh also I go to SLT which I think is a really intense version like it's nothing like club Pilates um just to give you an example but yeah is that reformer Pilates yes it's reformer Pilates which like I like ideally it has the resistance which is awesome and I think it's such a butt and ab heavy workout like the middle of my butt cheek is like will be burning because <laughs> like where it like hits which is like good um but I don't know it's like very specific and also every instructor is different whereas like at CrossFit like one trainer makes all the workouts so it's like his consistent vibe but every instructor's SLT is different so it's like if you don't like one you just gotta like stick through it um yeah and I just find myself like looking at the clock and like you don't you don't want to be in that kind of Mm -mm. you want to enjoy yeah. it so, so anyway okay Eliza get us started where are you gonna um what are you first gonna say about Boston so I think the game plan here is similar to what Victoria took us through last week walking through different neighborhoods so I'm gonna just talk about some of the more prevalent ones and I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna just isolate into the actual like city of Boston not gonna bother with stuff like Cambridge Alston Brighton stuff like that just focus on what is considered Boston proper, I guess. And we'll work from west to east and just kind of touch on some stereotypes mostly, I guess, and general vibes. And this is just information that I've gathered from growing up in the area as well as living there for the past three and a half years now, as well as like the people I know that live in those neighborhoods and just kind of what the people that I hang out with in the city also think about these neighborhoods. So Victoria, jump in anytime that you have some additional thoughts because you have spent some time in Boston and gotten to explore some of the neighborhoods a little bit. So yep, sounds good. All right. So we'll kick it off with Fenway, which I think has to be my all-time favorite neighborhood as a I went to BU for grad school. So I was really familiar with the area and obviously grew up going to Red Sox games all the time, worked with the Red Sox a little bit at one point. So was spending a lot of time in the Fenway area. It's changed a lot over the last few years um, just because of the real estate boom that Boston has had. There's been quite a bit of new development going on. It used to just be like parking lots and dumpy sports bars and college students in Fenway and like really crappy apartments. <laughs> I remember apartment hunting in that neighborhood and everything was so overpriced and you don't even get a living room. And all of the buildings, <laughs> like you'd go in to view an apartment and it would have a happy 21st birthday sign and like college students playing guitar in the hallway. And it's just, I was like, this is not for me. But there are also like beautiful parts of Fenway, like really nice apartments, as well as some totally brand new stuff. The, there's this whole section on Boylston Street that 
is like behind the baseball stadium that they redid and it's new buildings. There's all sorts of like shopping, restaurants, exercise places. There's a beautiful like core power yoga that you can see Fenway Park while you're doing yoga, which is just so cool. And some nice hotels and stuff. Um, And there's still a lot of sports bars (laughs) because that's what Boston is. But in general, Fenway is definitely my favorite. Um, And it's on the green line, which I think is very crucial if you're going to be moving around the city a lot. So Fenway, a lot of people that live there um, work in the medical field. And there's a lot of hospitals kind of just west um, or just, yeah, just west of that neighborhood. And a lot of students as well. And there's a lot of offices in Back Bay, which is an adjoining neighborhood. Um, And Fenway tends to be slightly cheaper than Back Bay, but still kind of on the pricier side, I think. And you're right on the Charles River, which is awesome and beautiful and scenic and everything. I think it's so unique that the Fenway, what do you call it? baseball field is right Fenway Park is right in the middle of the city because like in New York um Yankee Stadium is all the way up in the Bronx and the Mets Stadium is out in Queens like Madison Square Garden is pretty centrally located in near Penn Station but um I just think it's super cool I feel like Fenway creates a whole like community in that little in that area the park creates that in that area with the bars and the vibe and guys when I think of Eliza I think of Fenway because your most recent apartment was there right mm-hmm. yeah it was so close it was so nice to walk around at night there's um, a lot there and it's I think it's very everything kind of evolves around the stadium which is cool yeah. and very and then- easy to get to other places and grocery stores and everything are all right there and isn't, is, would you consider BU to be in Fenway? So they have, BU like kind of is spread out. I think it's like two miles. And okay. they call it the Charles River campus because they also have the medical school campus that's like in a different part of the, the city. But BU, a lot of it is in Fenway. And then it kind of stretches all the way up into Brookline and Alston. Okay. Because I do remember... Oh, at BU Regattas, which it doesn't necessarily mean it's near the campus, but it's kind of near the where BU sails out of off the Charles River. There's no bathroom or yeah, there's no bathroom. So you have. So I remember walking in my like in my dry suit, which you just look kind of funny in real life, like into onto the street, like onto the sidewalk and like away from sailors into the real world. into one of the BU like academic admission buildings to be, um, and you're like wet and, and they never said anything. I really appreciated it. It was a bit of a walk, but it was nice. But I always remember the BU area. Um, and isn't, I guess the com- the communications building was near there where I'm talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, cool, cool. And the Starbucks, yeah. Okay. BU yeah. is unique because it's just like smack in the middle or not actually in the middle, but like it's in the city and it feels like a city yeah. when you're, you're walking down probably the most main street in Boston and it's yeah, just yeah. a long, narrow campus that just kind of goes along this street, which is cool. Yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Whereas... A school like BC is kind of separated. Like they're in BC's in Chestnut Hill and Newton. So if you had continued going down Com Ave that BU is on, and just like actually the uh, Green Line branch that runs through BU ends up going to BC. Okay, and then Tufts is like totally 
is like far. This is in Medford, which is like yeah. a whole like other corner. No, that's a burb, but you can like okay. get to it on a bus or like walkable to get to a subway. Okay. Is BC's campus like cons like closed? ish you know what I mean like yeah it's like enclosed with a fence and stuff like that but okay it does spill out as well because they have a whole other part with housing and stuff and like I think there's some academic stuff um at a different point and you have to take a bus to get between the two okay interesting. it all seemed complicated it is just such fake news these schools that say they're in Boston and they're not I know anyway <laughs> There are so many schools in Boston. There's a lot of other ones in Fenway as well, like uh, Emmanuel. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know what the other ones are. There's there's a bazillion. Oh, oh yeah, there's Berkeley a- College of Music is in Fenway. Yeah. So like a world famous university, but there's so many schools in Boston and like Suffolk University, mm-hmm. Emerson, like a bunch downtown as well. Oh, so where's Northeastern? Oh, Northeastern's, like, also kind of in Fenway, I guess. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, anyway, that was a lot of time on Fenway. Um, Back Bay, I feel like, is what a lot of people think of when they think of Boston. Um, and kind of, like, if you're in middle school and you go into Boston for a day, you go to Back Bay and you, like, get ice cream on Newberry Street. And there's just – Back Bay is really, really, really expensive and really pretty. It's all the the classic brownstones – and there's a lot of offices, a lot of restaurants, a lot of shopping. Like, there's a mall in Back Bay in the Prudential Building and, the, and in Copley Place. Like, it's connected, I guess. Um, the really tall office buildings, most of them are not, I wouldn't say most of them, but a lot of them are in Back Bay. So there's a ton of office space. Um, and a lot of, like, those fast casual type restaurants that people go to for lunch like sweet green or dig in and my personal favorite greco which is greek we went there yes 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 yes. i just feel like those places like sweet green dig in are like losing their what like their flair like i just feel like i'd rather go well also like i feel like i would be getting more about if i were going to the office and wanted a lunch option like i'd rather go to like a real like, like a local place I couldn't go to anywhere else or just cook my own food and like get a salad I don't know maybe that's just because I haven't like found the right food at those spots for me you know what I mean I what I used to do when I was living um or when I was working in back bay is I'd only allow myself to buy lunch once a week yeah that's a good and one. I'd always there were like exceptions if I like forgot to pack a lunch or whatever but I'd always kind of strategically plan it so it was like a day that I had something going on after and would be out late or something or like had a hard workout whatever and I would go to the same place every week and the people like knew me in there and I'd walk in and they'd like hand me my my to-go order I love that like I really hope to really like put down roots once if like the world if like the pandemic subsides like we're able to go into the office and have more of a routine like put down roots in in new york city more so so like i become like a regular you know what i mean like i was chatting with my friend the other day from work and he's also like home um like not in new york city and we were just saying how like i don't even have that many friends in new york like i, I know so many people like and also friendly friends but i didn't like 
put down my roots and like create like my friend group you know what I mean yeah. um because I wasn't there for very long so anyway I can't wait to become a regular like you're talking about somewhere literally anywhere probably open time and curation and yeah. now I have to like restart again yes yeah because I had switched jobs in no like literally this week a year ago so like right before Thanksgiving last year and the new job is in an entirely different part it's not even new anymore it's a year old the job that I currently have is in an entirely different part of the city so I was like reestablishing myself and I felt like when everything shut down in March I like still didn't have my regular lunch spot I was like still trying things out I didn't even have a Starbucks that I always went to Mm -hmm. Where is your office? Or, oh, where was it? What neighborhood? Uh, downtown Crossing, Financial District area. Yeah, okay, that's super different. Okay, cool. Um, so another neighborhood kind of like on the same plane as Back Bay is the South End. And I feel like people are ride or die South End. Like if they live there, they never leave. They love it. Is but that Very confusing. They are two different things. Oh, okay. So the South End used to be like a little sketchy. And then um, people were like, we're going to flip homes here. So a lot of people moved in and took these kind of creepy. They're beautiful, though. They're uh, Most of them are beautiful, like brownstones with bay windows and walk-ups. And went in and kind of redid everything, gentrified it, if you will. Mm-hmm. And... Then the prices went up and all these really, really high-end restaurants went in there. So the food scene in the South End is awesome. My two favorite restaurants in the city are both in the South End, which is kind of inconvenient, though, because the South End doesn't have a subway line. You Mm. cannot take the tea there. So you have to take an Uber. And I went one mile from Fenway to the South End for a dinner once. And it just happened to be raining. And my Uber was $60. What? I was what? like, this is absurd. This is the worst that, surge pricing. That's so annoying. That, like, I don't understand why there is no subway line there. And, like, certain parts of New York, no subway line. Like, what are you doing? Like, what do people do there? Um, Wait, I had a question. Is South End near South Station? Yes. Okay. No, not really. No. Oh, <laughs> not. Okay. So there is a train station. There's Back Bay Station, which is yeah. like on the border of Back Bay and South End. Okay. Because then, like, if you go kind of like up diagonal to the right, that's South Station, and then up left diagonal is North Station. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Is and but where North Station is, that's the North End, right? Yeah, exactly. What is that area? Is that Fidei? Where the north end, or where oh, the like, station is? Yeah, Little Italy. That yes. Yeah, that's the north end, the Little Italy type area. Okay, okay. Um, So, south end, a lot of people, if you live there, like, people don't leave. Or if you don't live there, like, I don't really go to the south end. I don't think I've ever walked around. Well, actually, I have, like, after dinner or whatever. But yeah, that's different. I've, I've never, like gone for a stroll through the south end because to me it's just like out of the way um okay yeah and the friends that i have that live in the south end or have lived in the south end have lived in the part of the south end that's like more or less back bay like it's just you could call it back bay it's so close 
Oh, okay. There is kind of like a blurring of lines. So like if someone were to say, I live in the South End, but like I would subconsciously place that apartment in Back Bay, even though they're like parking sticker on their car is for the South End. Yeah, I feel like I'd almost get like territorial. Like I, re- or like, I remember this one time, this girl that I worked with said she lived at 20th and 1st in New York. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. Like I kind of like that area. And, but then it came out like a little bit later that she lives in Stytown. I was like, you don't live at 20th and 1st. You live in Stytown. You know what I mean? Like, not to be rude, but I was just like, or if someone's like, oh, I live in the East Village and you live at like 14th and A in Stytown, but you do not live in the East Village. You live in Stytown. It's a campus. It does not count. Like, I mean, I'm sure people who live there disagree, but I just think it's incorrect. So I just wonder like when you say, like what you're seeing, like when you say which, if there's a gray area, which neighborhood you live in, like how you decide to say which one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you have to go on like the the resident parking signs outside of your front door. That's the way I do it. Yes, that's so true. Because then like no one can dispute you. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, a lot of people don't have cars and stuff. But if you were to step out your front door on your block, there is, I'm probably, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a, a parking mm-hmm. sign for residents yeah. and see what that is. And that is how you should determine your neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> and then another neighborhood kind of like touching back bay is beacon hill which is another what i consider to be a quintessential boston um neighborhood and it's just very pretty it's scenic it's where the um the state house is i just like it when and- i think of beacon hill i think of like expensive like nice is that true i don't know why I think um You can, it's a hit or miss. Some of it is really, really expensive. So there are um, like townhouses there that are in the $10 million, like unbelievable townhouses. I feel like it's kind of like a lot of old money rich. Yeah. And then there's also, I've had friends that have found kind of inexpensive apartments there um, that are not so nice. Beacon Hill does tend to have like a rodent problem in some of the lower end apartments. There's also really cute coffee shops, little restaurants, boutiques. Everything to me is like miniature there. (laughs) But it's very cute. It's on the Charles River. It's really close to Mass General Hospital. So I do see a lot of people that work in the hospital living there. Um, It does have a Whole Foods and it's like a big Whole Foods. So that's nice. Um, there are some cool, like, neighborhoody type bars over there. Um, one of my favorites is called the Red Hat, and it's not necessarily, like, a bar that I go out to on a Saturday or something. It's more like one that you go to on a Sunday, because they have 50-cent wings and, like, cheap beer, and it's just kind of, like, a neighborhoody type mm-hmm. of bar. Um, it's also a convenient spot if you have a dog or, like, kids or something, because there's the Boston Common and the Boston Public Garden. So like two big parks right there at your fingertips. Are those the two main big ones like that you would see on a map? Yeah. Fenway, Back Bay. No, they're like smack. Well, Back Bay does like touch them also. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Those are nice and like really big gardens. Yeah, and it's very pretty. And a lot of people that work in the financial district also will live in uh, Beacon Hill and they just walk through that to get to work, which is a really nice like morning stroll. And 
a lot of the um, like the stereotypical Boston photos you'll see if you like Google image search Boston are mm-hmm. the swan boats and they're in the public yeah, garden yeah. on the the pond there and also frog pond where people go ice skating and then like the make way for ducklings ducks are, so in, are in there. So it's really I feel cool. like you could, you could definitely compare it to Central Park. It's like a very central located park and it's small. I mean, it, but it's small. It's not like a central park. There could not be a zoo in it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I mean, like a section of Central Park. Exactly. Okay. And a lot of people also associate uh, Beacon Hill and like the park and whatever with Cheers, the TV show, because the bar Cheers is there, which is a total like tourist trap type of place now. But mm-hmm. Um, that's the association that a lot of people have. Um, and it is very convenient for like the downtown crossing financial district, Chinatown area, which is where there's a very high concentration of offices. Um, I don't know anyone that lives in that area. And also like theater district is over there. They're all kind of, I kind of associate them all as like the same thing, even though they're all separate. But that's simply because I don't know anyone that lives in any of those neighborhoods because mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of like residential. I mean, there are residents, but I don't see a lot of like residential buildings. It all is like office and mm-hmm. lunch places and stuff like that. Interesting. Okay, cool, cool. Are you going to talk about the seaport? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so we walked there. Seaport is super, super nice. It's another area that's been newly developed. I remember when I was in high school, I would like go into Boston, we'd park in the seaport because it was cheap. And that was like, it was just parking lots. There was like nothing there. Okay. I was watching like a sailing regatta going on there in 2010. So it's, or maybe it was 2009, like high school, early high school. And there was nothing there. Like, I, I wanted a bagel, and you couldn't even get a bagel. Like, there was nothing. What is Absolutely that on the brewery with the turf that's there that we visited? Cisco? Oh, Cisco, yeah. That's, like, a yeah. summer pop-up that they do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was super cute. So, there's that. Seaport has basically all new construction. I don't <laughs> think that there's, like, old stuff. I mean, there's, like, a small section that's called Fort Point that's, like, older construction that used to be all like artist lofts and stuff that's now also expensive. But Seaport mostly has brand new construction, like everything's glass, you know how like that trendy design is going right now. All glass, all really, really expensive, but there's so many good restaurants, there's good things to do, there's shopping, there's bars, stuff like that. Um, But also, really convenient if you work in the financial district because you're right there and there's offices in the seaport so if you work in the seaport you're right there and like i had said before in the episode about new york like if you're gonna pay to live in the city you should live really close to where you work yes that's something that i feel like people forget because like yeah this well at least in new york like the subway system is so accessible but now it, where it's like not as clean and like crime is up like mm-hmm. people aren't going near the subway so it's way worth it to live near where you work but um also the seaport is beautiful yeah like oh my god those views those boats it was phenomenal and it was new yeah. i think it was 
that was awesome. That it like it being near the Charles River is does not compare. The seaport is a really nice area that like if I have friends in town or something, we'll go to the seaport because you can like hop around. There's breweries and bars and restaurants and just like nice things to look at. So it's a nice neighborhood to just walk around. Or if you're looking for something to do and you're like in another part of the city, it's a nice place to walk to. And then you can kind of like see other neighborhoods as you go. But it's a good destination if you plan a day in the city, like you can hang out entirely in the seaport <laughs> and like be very happy, entertained. Gotcha. Southie is also over there. And so another point to note, seaport doesn't have a, a main subway line that goes directly to it. You can get, so uh, South Station is like right there and there's a subway stop there, but then you have to like cross, it's a short bridge, but you have to cross a bridge. So it doesn't go directly to the seaport. The seaport does have the silver line to it, but that is a bus. So I don't count that. Yeah, that's different. Okay. Um, and then Southie is like beyond that. And it's, South Boston is like kind of its own thing. But it's still part of Boston. I think South is where the bars are. And it's like when you see Ben Affleck with a Boston accent in a movie, like it's that kind of, it used to be like that kind of like Irish stereotype, like the drunks and the bars and stuff like that. And now it's all like recent college grads. (laughs) Oh, cute. I have a question. The movie that, um, is based on the Boston Marathon. What part of town is that? Was that filmed in? Oh, the Patriots Day? Yes, like the ending of that movie where they found the guy. Like what where was that? That's in Watertown. That's like not even in the city. Oh. That, it's a okay. town. It's it's very close to the city, but it's okay. a town I, like up the river. I thought it was in Southie or South End. I don't know why. Maybe because I keep seeing this kid on TikTok who talks about Southie. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. You know, Is that like the brunette kid? Yeah, Con Coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see him all the time. Too. He got annoyed, so I unfollowed him. But, like, I appreciated the vibes. People love Southie or hate Southie. Like, I personally don't go to Southie. Like, I have a couple times for, like, restaurants and bars and stuff. Or, like, friends that live over there. But it's hard to get to because there's one subway stop and it's, like, not close to where anyone lives. And it's, like, its own peninsula. I think it's, like, actually, it has a name. I forget what it's called. Um, Oh, okay, okay. But there is a beach over there, personally. Not my type of beach. It's, like, a city beach. But people, I think people that live in Southie are, like, generally, like, fresh out of college or, like, they're adults that have lived there for a long time. And it's a lot of, like, fratty vibes like the frat boys that like will wait in line at the bar and order espresso martinis at brunch kind of thing. Um, or like the definition of basic Boston girl. <laughs> gotcha. Not totally my scene, but it's very, it's good to like go out in Southie, but you're going to have to spend money because you're going to have to pay for Ubers there and back and surge price times. Um, yeah, that's like a huge and it just. It's a financial commitment if you go out there. And it's far. Like, it's far from everything. Unless you actually live in Southie or you live in the seaport. Otherwise, it's far. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Also, kind of, we had touched on it before, but the North End is, like, the Little Italy section of Boston. It's very cute. It also, I think, 
is very quintessential Boston because it's like little packed brick buildings, a lot of Italian food, little markets, stuff like that, tiny boutique shops. Um, and the Boston Garden where the Celtics and Bruins play is right there. And it's waterfront. Um, and North Station is right there also. So there's trains, there's subway lines. Um, the subway lines don't go directly into the North End neighborhood. They go to like the outskirts, but it's a tiny neighborhood. So it's like, it's not far to get to it. It's also waterfront, which is nice. So like you have a view of the Boston Harbor um, and a view of Charlestown and the Navy Yard and like the big constitution ship, which is very cool. Um, and TD Garden is there. Is yeah, the, exactly. I feel like, isn't it? I just feel like it's the opposite of residential vibes. Like it's, you said industrial, right? Like, I just feel like it's not very homey. You know what I mean? I think, like, I, I think a lot of people live in the North End. Like I personally think it's super residential. Um, I know a lot of people that live there, but I totally see how you don't think that way because there's so many restaurants. Like it's just, there's a whole street of restaurants, but like, I also know people that live upstairs of those restaurants Okay, okay, okay. And it's one of those very, like, New England-type neighborhoods that if you looked at the map of it, it would look like a drunk person took a crayon and just kind of scribbled. Like, the streets just make no sense. Um, it okay. is super touristy, though, um, because there's, like, a, a Paul Revere house and, like, oh, yeah. Old North Church and all, like, the, the Freedom Trail Revolutionary War-type stuff. So you cannot walk down the street without like bumping into some tourist that has their head in their phone or like a camera around their neck. So that is like a slight downside, but super convenient to walk to basically like every neighborhood on that side of the city. Um, yeah. And you're close to like a lot of transportation. Um, if you're trying to take a train anywhere north of the city with easy access to that, like at North Station, um, and obviously, like, a lot of really good restaurants right there. Okay. Cool. I like it. Got to explore more. That's my general breakdown of the Boston neighborhoods. Sorry <laughs> if I, like, offended anyone <laughs> and said I didn't like their area, but that's my take. Those were good kind of helpful vibes. I, I'm, like, I have a map in my mind that I'm imagining because I've been to all the train stations in Boston multiple times just as a visitor and um and but Amtrak I'm pretty sure only goes to two of them so I don't know what I was doing at the other one but anyway um and I'm like imagining like because when I go when I've been there like the last time oh the second to last time I saw you yes it was like a July day like last summer two summers ago and um I like had to map everything out for my day. And so I'm very used to like seeing Boston on a map. And then like certain things you said, like um, popped out to me in my memory. You know what I mean? Um, that's cool. I feel like, do you consider Boston a city as New York is a city? Do you see what I'm saying? I do. I think it's definitely one of like the major East Coast cities. Yeah. Um. The one thing that I personally like about Boston is, um, yeah, it doesn't have like as much as New York and as many people and whatever, but you can walk end to end in like, if you're slow, it'll take you 90 minutes. 
but like I walk really fast and I can get like end to end in an hour. So, and I personally am someone that like, I will always walk places unless it's like horrible weather. And even yeah. if it's snowing, I just like put on boots and suck it up. But I feel that, yeah. I like that, that way, I think it's nice to like be able to, to just walk to go see a friend, like very easy to, to make a coffee date on a Sunday with a friend or something like that. So that I think is, that's very convenient. That's so nice because I was in the city last weekend and I got like a late lunch with some friends in Soho and then they were going home to the Upper East Side and to Greenpoint which is in Brooklyn and like getting home was like 30 to 45 minutes multiple trains one of them didn't even feel safe taking the subway so I don't know what she was going to do take the bus and it just takes so much longer and I was I just that's why I just think living downtown in New York City like below 20th street is the the way to go because you could just walk everywhere or even if you don't or take like a short uber you know what i mean yeah um, because it was dark out but. i definitely took stuff for granted when i was living in boston before the pandemic being like oh i'm not gonna go hang out with this friend because they're on the other side of the city mm-hmm. it would have taken me 25 That's, minutes to walk yeah, i'm such a baby <laughs> and now like everyone's gone home and no one's in the city and no one's seeing each other and i'm like Ugh, why didn't i just go have coffee oh with that God. friend that I now haven't seen in nine months. I miss making those plans where it's like, okay, well, I'm in my apartment and it takes 25 minutes to get to this friend. Then we're going to hang out for an hour. Then I have to get back for 25 minutes and get ready to like go on my date or like go out to dinner or like do something. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, well, this might not work. And, or, and like I worked out in the morning, like I went shopping in the middle of the day and I miss that. Like on a weekend day, Just I do meeting together that. Saturday and like making sure you have the appropriate amount of time to like sit down and have some water and watch Netflix. <laughs> yes. And like take a nap and then pregame, like do your own pregame, then go to the actual pregame or like yeah. whatever it was, go to someone's room. Yeah. I do miss that. Well, we'll get back to it eventually. I know. Oh, okay. So I was listening to the, an Axios podcast. I get my news um, from Axios. I get like an email every day and then they have a podcast too. I do the morning one and a morning email that they have. And um, they were talking about the vaccine and they were, they had interviewed someone at Moderna, I think. And they were saying that for like everyday people like us, I would assume we would like, ideally we'll get the vaccine late spring, early summer of next year. Maybe they said summer fall, I don't know. But I was like, ah, that is so, so far away. Um, Thinking about it like a year from now, ideally, like everything would be back to fairly normal. Like, like I remember in September, I was like, in a year, we're still going to be doing this. But September was two months ago. So hopefully, but also for some reason, I just felt that like in the winter, COVID would be less of an issue because people are inside and it's cold, but that, that it's the opposite effect. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I don't know why it just made more sense to me that it would be less and it's not less. It's not. <laughs> well, everybody stay safe and maintain your social distancing and masking and get there and to next summer when everyone can get vaccinated yes and also it's like officially actually cold out like consistently cold now and oh going on walks is so unenjoyable so cold anyway 
and a Peloton. Oh my gosh, we were, Eliza and I were having a brief chat about the Soul Cycle versus Peloton bike. I didn't even know there was a Soul Cycle bike, and I know someone who has one. Um, anyway, very interesting. But um, hope you guys enjoyed hearing about Boston and New York last week, and we'll see you soon. Bye. She said, I think I'm gonna Boston. I think I'll start a new life. I think I'll start.